Welcome to the Indian Podcasting Revolution and I'm your host Rohit Kokne. In our newest series Pod Peeps, we pull back the curtains and step behind the microphone with some of the nation's most successful, innovative and influential self-startup podcasters. From sharing their unique podcast journeys to unearthing their creative processes, Pod Peeps is not just about the podcasting. It's about the people, the brave and visionary individuals who dare to use their voice and change the game. Today we have with us Savita Nanjappa, business and executive leadership coach, host at Success with Savita podcast, who will unravel the secrets on how podcast helped her to grow her business, network with people and build authority. Join us as she shares her journey and the processes. So, are you ready? Let's tune into the voices of change, the voices of India. Welcome to Pod Peeps on the Indian Podcasting Revolution. Hi Savita, how are you? I'm fine, Rohit. Thank you for having me today. It's my pleasure and such a pleasure to be hosting you on this particular show because it is not the usual show that we always do. It is more about the shows by the podcasters and for the podcasters. So totally going to love this conversation that we are going to have. So Savita, I would like to know from you about your journey because then you being an entrepreneur, you being a businesswoman, it is always a fascinating task to do all of that. But then to have that momentum going to shape up your career, you started with podcast. So how did that particular transition came into picture? Okay, I'm going to go way back into my career, which is I actually started out in the corporate world. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't my dream. It wasn't my goal. And, you know, I come from the time where you're either an engineer or a doctor or like a failure for your family, right? And I didn't do either. And I just went down the MBA route. And it was all about campus recruitment. So I went into the corporate world. And then a few years ago, when I had my baby, which was almost 10 years ago, actually, I took a break from corporate and I decided to start my business. But here's the thing. When you're in the corporate world, you think like you can do anything. You can run a business. You have the experience. And so when I started my business, I started out as a image coach, actually, because I felt like I knew what it takes to take go from middle management to senior management. And, uh, you know, I had worked with brands like Airtel, Tata Docomo, ICICI, and uh, I felt like this is this is what people need. But somehow doing a workshop or a proper corporate training wasn't my thing. So I started to do one as to one. And from there, I transitioned into coaching. Funny reason is because I was struggling with running my business. I didn't know how to make money. And, uh, you know, here in the corporate world, you're used to getting your salary. And here I felt... I didn't know how to ask people. I didn't know how to put my offering together. So I really struggled. And that's when I actually went and worked with a coach. And then I started to apply everything that I'd learned. I went back to my MBA as well and started applying things that I'd learned on the job and my experience to my business and really started to change things for me. That's when I decided to transition from image coaching to personal development coaching, mindset, productivity, and business. And the fact is that, you know, people think, what is it that you do as a business coach? And as a business coach, you kind of help people grow in their business. And I do the early stage. I don't do when once you get investment, I take you from zero to the time that you develop investment. Anyway, during all this time, one of the things that helped was you have to work on your own mindset and your own personal development and your own confidence. I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. It, I love the medium. Uh, audio is very easy. It's a secondary activity. So if you're driving, if you're exercising, you're walking, you can listen to it. And I loved uh, the audio medium. And um, 
I kept telling myself from 2018, I remember that I'm going to start a podcast. And this was the time I'd done my coaching program as well. And there were a lot of coaches who had started podcasts and I had been a guest on their podcast. And I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to do it. It didn't happen until 2021. And, you know, in the pandemic, many people started their podcast, but I was still struggling with what is an intro? How do I do this? So I'm technically challenged. How do I do this? And I really took some time to figure this out. But in 2021, I said, I spoke to a friend and I was telling her, you know, this is one thing I've not been able to get off the ground. And it really wasn't from a thing of wanting to do marketing for my business. It was just that I knew I had a network of people. I knew I had access and I wanted to talk business conversations from how did you do it? Just like how I struggled. I was put in touch with someone who helped me get that intro done and taught me the tech stuff like, hey, you can use Audacity, you can do it this way. And it's not like this information isn't available. Information is available, but sometimes acting on it takes longer. And I think I needed that confidence. Now, here's the second, I think you laugh because I thought podcasting is going to be easy. <laughs> and, uh, and this is something that I need to tell myself. Everything that I think is easy is not easy. And I was like, what's so difficult? I just have to have these conversations. I have to just schedule an interview. So I managed to schedule the first two, three. And then another two, three, I just randomly reached out to people and they said, yes. So I was like, wow, I can do this. And then I started to struggle. So that's how, I mean, that's how I started podcasting. And I started to do interviews. That was my format. That's what I chose. And I started doing interviews and talking to people just about business. And it wasn't a plan to do just women in business. It just happened that my early guests, my first year of guests were all women, were people that I knew. And I was talking to them about how they were growing their business, hoping this will translate to the audience. So that is something, a story to vouch for, because then it is not something that people often do. Because then for them, it is more about like starting the podcast first and then doing all of the things side by side. But for you, it was doing something on a business front and then enjoying this mode of conversation. So, and uh, like, as you said, you were spitting facts out there. It is not an easy game. We have to figure it out. A lot of stuff. It is beyond recording. And you get just involved into that particular art, the art of conversation, the way you speak, the kind of thoughts you exchange during that particular conversation. So podcasting definitely offers that. So Savita, did it happen anytime? Like what kind of approach did it help with your business? Like was there and kind of a moment where that particular approach shaped your business as well? through podcasting? Yeah, I think, you know, funny thing is, Rohit, so many times when I would reach out to people, they then go and used to check my profile as well, right? Because I was telling them. And people have told me, you should come and do a talk at our organization. We'd love to work with you. So it just turned out that when I was pitching myself, it, it became a form of lead gen in a way. One is with the guests. The second was, when they would post it and they would share about it, again, it, it got me exposed to a newer audience. And again, there were people from there who would follow, who would join some program that I had. So yes, there was a huge ripple effect and it had a really good impact on my business. But also it had a good impact, not just on, you know, bringing money to the table. It had an impact in terms of opportunities. It had an impact in terms of building my audience, building my community. So I think the return on investment on podcasting, initially you can't see it, but it will come, it will happen. And that's my thing. In, in the beginning, I didn't know what's going to come out of it because there wasn't like a strategy. Today, you know that you should have a strategy, but it really did have an impact in terms of opportunities and connections and opening doors for me that otherwise may not have opened so easily. So it is more about like how we are utilizing those opportunities. Because then when we talk into the Indian podcasting context, 
uh, more and more people are following the trend but then they aren't aware like what is the kind of a strategy they should be having for their show in what way they should be moving ahead with that kind of a show because then for them it is just about initiating that conversation getting that particular fame but then the kind of a point you have where the business grows through your podcast so we have seen like whatever people i have been knowing they have been selling books through their podcast they have been selling the courses through their podcast so it is possible it is just that in what way you are utilizing and to what people you are connecting to what people you are uh, offering your services or something like that so the agenda the vision etc always differs person to person and i can totally relate the kind of a change you had with respect to your podcast so success with savita was born with an intention so i would like to know about the kind of a inspiration or the moment that you felt that this is the moment i should be starting out my own podcast which is success with savita it has grown massively i have been seeing that particular growth since longer time so i would like to know from you about the inspiration and what kind of a ripple effect it had on your business as well like how did your vision for the business shaped up from that particular podcast yeah so i'll be the first one to say like i said you know first thing was that i had a love for the medium and that's that's one thing that i want to share you should also like the medium because then you'll stick to it then you'll be consistent with it okay so that was one second was i was listening to podcasts which were inspiring me and because i felt after the first year in my business and in fact by the time i started it in 2021 podcasting by that time i knew that podcasting can be a marketing pillar a good it's a content pillar in your business right and it, you can use it for marketing now look there's a group of people who may just do podcasting and it may be for a hobby it may be joy you're just sharing a story and that's fine but in my case it was more about i knew it was going to be an important content pillar in my business i knew it would help with marketing i knew i could build you know reach more people that i may not otherwise reach who would like the same medium not every podcaster may be watching a ton of youtube videos and not every youtuber listens to podcasts so i knew that and so when i started i knew the sole intention was to share the uh, so we do two segments one was a how to and one is a a how to is would be for business alone right how to grow your business how to grow on instagram how to start a youtube channel things like that or it could even be something for your personal development mindset which could be how to even do journaling so that was one segment the second segment that i had which was what we started with was an interview segment but i was clear that we'll do somebody who has a business i don't want to like interview anyone and everyone the audience has to have some takeaway which is something those lessons they can apply uh, it could be just one hack one tip one resource that they can apply in their own business and uh, this is how i kind of started and and i knew that it would add value and then to answer your question about the ripple effect like i said it brought me opportunities and like one of the opportunities strangely was there was this awards for podcasting one year after this in 2022 okay it's called orange flower awards which is run by women's web and uh, it was for i think women who have a podcast there was a category so i applied in this category and uh, i didn't hear anything about it must have been about 3 months and then suddenly i got a mail from i i wasn't following up as well but i got a mail saying hey we'd like to connect with you so i thought wow i've won this i'm sure why would they want to connect with me because i'm sure i'm winning this uh, podcast award but then what happened was before the call i happened to go and check you know their their platform and i realized they've actually given out the award it wasn't me 
And I was so mad. I was like, how has this happened? Why do they want to talk to me just to tell me like, I'm not like, what is this conversation about? So I went into this conversation, really upset that I've not won this and I don't know why I'm going into this. But strangely, I go into the conversation and they said, you know, we listen to your podcast. We like it. We realize you do interviews. And the one that which had won was a mental health podcast, which was giving mental health tips. They said, you know, we have an opportunity for you. We have a hosting gig that uh, we are doing for a client and they're looking for a host. We like you. Can you do this for us? And we'll pay you. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> this is even better than the award because I don't know what I would have got with you. And that's how I got opportunity that, I mean, I'm now the host for the Accenture podcast. I did their whole season two. I got paid for it pretty well. And I think so many more opportunities came. Recently, somebody reached out to me saying, hey, I know you do podcasts, but would you also like to be a moderator for a panel for an event, right? So those kind of things just widen your network and it helps with visibility, helps you build your brand. And then someone is also going to come back and say, okay, what do you teach? Can this person work? And I've always got referrals from that way. Swetha, you forgot to mention about your podcast being played on the radio. So that is something that I would like to know because it won't usually happen. People consider radio as a different thing, podcast as a different thing. And now you getting that particular opportunity for your show being played on to that particular radio channel. How was that particular moment? That was very surprising. And it happened in 2021, actually. And uh, so here's the thing. They just reached out and they said, uh, listen, we've listened to your podcast. And it's ours is like a talk show. It plays to Chennai City at a certain time. We are ma- now moving away because they realized in the pandemic, people weren't driving anywhere and weren't listening to the radio, therefore. And a lot of people listen to the radio when they are driving. You know, very few people listen when they are in their homes, right? So they said, we want to now move away from that and make it an internet radio. And we are going to be India's first internet radio. We've got the go-ahead from the ministry. We'd like to take your podcast and play it live on radio. We have two slots. one, and it'll play, So it'll play once in the week and it'll play like a repeat a second time during the week. And I was like, wow, okay, sure. I mean, it just gets me exposure. Now, those lists don't get counted anywhere if you see in the podcast rankings, right? But it plays every Saturday at seven o'clock, the episode plays. And, you know, because it they slot one hour for me during that, once the podcast finishes, they also have music play as well, English music. So it's an English show. So it was very unusual, right? Because I hadn't thought a podcast would can be used or repurposed in this way. And so, yeah, we have an audience in Chennai and now we're trying to do a very Chennai specific set of interviews or interviews, which will help kind of connect it more to the city of Chennai. So that that's, that's an interesting uh, offshoot of starting a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Totally interesting. And when we are talking, when we are sharing our own experiences, it just creates a kind of a hope into their mind that this is possible. Even we can do it. In, and it is a kind of a long journey. You just have to be patient with it. You can't just expect, like for me, someone who is not from the media background, speaking on a like phone recorder or something like that was a particular task for me. But then I developed my craft. I then initially improved. And then whatever uh, efforts I'm taking, it is always a long process. And each and every person has helped me. And this is something that everyone would be able to relate. Now, moving forward, Savita, it is more about the kind of topics you choose and you did talk about doing the interview thing. So what's your usual process of like selecting those topics and uh, the guest you call upon? Because then, as you said, you wanted to interview specific people so that it creates an impact. Even I follow the same thing. So with me, the recent episodes you might have been able to listen, they were on sex education, they were on parenting, they were on menstruation. I did speak to Kashmiri Pandit. 
So there was a variety of conversation I had. So what's your take when you decide topics for your show, the guest for your show? Great question, because one thing I knew, I may not have known a lot about podcasting. I knew that I wanted it to be in the same space of my business. Now, somebody may not have a business. Somebody may be doing it. So your area of interest. So my business is in the area of entrepreneurship. So I knew that I wanted to do this in the area of entrepreneurship. And I wanted to share everything that can help somebody build their own business. And when we say business, it's not just about, okay, marketing sales, but also about everything that it takes, the mindset, you know, the work ethic that you need, the vision that you need to develop. I wanted to cover all these topics. So that was something that I had clarity on. So I think for anyone who's starting, begin with that clarity about what, why you want to start and which area. So because that area was clear, I knew the next thing was I had a network. I'll really tell you before and after, right? Because you grow as you do the podcast. So the recent ones are a little more well thought out. But that time it was like whoever I knew, I used to send them or because I would be like, I would like to talk about your journey. And in that, the early stories are about journeys. Uh, what happened? How did you start? What did you do? What were some challenges? How did you, uh, you know, overcome these challenges? And then we kind of transition to, hey, there are two types of segments we can do. One can be from the ground up where we break down how the brand was built, where I will ask some specific questions about how did you go to market? What worked with your sales? How did you get your first customers? What was your first offering? Things like that, which can help somebody who's building a business. And the second segment that we did was to say a how-to. So how do you start a YouTube channel? How can you build a community? How can you start a podcast? How can you write content? Now we'll do something about how to use chat GPT, what kind of prompts you can put, things like that, right? So which is a how-to. Both will enable, both are things that you can apply in your business. So we are very clear it's not a career podcast, right? So when I think of the topic now, it's about what are topics that will be useful to this community or someone who's building a business. And obviously it comes a little easier because I'm in the space and I know and I'm having the conversations every day. And therefore we choose guests who can offer that value. For example, right now, regularly, I get a lot of pitches, right? People pitching saying, you know, talk to this entrepreneur. Recently, just, just yesterday, I looked at this email that came. Very interesting industry, but it is about you know, green eco space and how can you biofuel, how can you grow? But it's not a space that my audience, it's it's very niche. And um, the questions are how, how can you make the environment better, which is not necessarily a business topic. So then I have to step in and say, hey, we won't be covering this right now, but in the future. So there are times when I say no, sometimes I get a nutritionist, how to build a healthy diet. I'm not actually covering that. So I get to now pick and choose. Earlier, maybe you don't have guests. You have to get this interview out. So you like probably do everything. But now it's more strategic. It's more thought out. And other thing that I used to not do before, but I do now, is I come up with the title and the theme of the podcast well in advance, which will then define and frame the questions. Earlier, it was like the guests came and then I would be like, okay, maybe I should ask them this and ask them that. So you know, it's been a journey, but that's how we narrow down now on topics. We know our segments very clearly. And of course, there's 5% kept for motivation, inspirational leaders who can inspire and, you know, just knowing about their journey. So I've kept those guests separate. But 95% of the time, it's about business. How can you grow? How can you impact? How can you change, transform yourself? And that's how we choose our guests as well. Interesting. And I could relate to that particular part because then earlier, even I do have kind of a regrets that I did a host influential guest on my show, but I wasn't having the kind of a production quality, which I am right now having. 
So it is always a process. You grow into that particular journey. You may not be having the right equipments, the softwares and etc. But then you just have to keep into that particular loop and then keep going on. And totally about like whatever kind of episodes that I shared earlier and you were talking about, the analytics may not be showing the same kind of a graph. So for those particular topics, the listeners might be low, but then it creates a great impact is what I feel. And if you are able to see whenever I share it on social media, people always relate that you're bringing such a unique topics to the show. Like, so they connect with that particular fact. I don't want them to listen or like they may or they may not. So that is not my part. Okay. But when I put my thoughts, when I uh, like promote that particular episode, they know that this person is doing something which is very unique. And that creates a kind of a belief that a podcaster gets from that particular community, how you have to grow into that particular medium. So that was a quite interesting thing that you shared. Now, you being a successful podcaster as well and the businesswoman, there has to be some kind of advice for the new people who want to start podcast, maybe having a kind of a plan to start. So what are those kind of advice that you would like to share? I don't know about successful podcaster. I think it's a journey, but <laughs> there are times Just not. <laughs> that, you know, I struggle with. Sometimes there's consistency issues. Uh, I get stuck. Sometimes the guests will tell me last minute, don't post this yet. So, you know, there are challenges around all of that. I'm still there. But here's something that I will tell you the first thing is don't think it won't take time. It will take time. So set aside time. If you're going to start a podcast, know that you have to invest in time. I'm not saying a lot of time, but at least you know that you need those couple of hours every week or a few hours every week to work on your podcast, whether it is recording, whether it's post-production, whether it's promotions. The second thing is be prepared to be consistent. Don't start something and after three, four episodes or 10 episodes, stop, okay? Because there are many, many podcasts which fail simply because they've started out well, they have good stories. There's so many podcasts that I have listened to which suddenly stop producing, you know, content. So plan for consistency. Be sure that you're going to do this. It's okay to do seasonal, right? You can do 12 episodes, take a break, regroup, fine. But be sure that you're in it for the long haul. Third thing is get clear. Why do you want to start this podcast? How uh, and how is it going to help your audience? Like, do you want to start it just because you like it? And you think you have great ideas or do you think what you have to share is going to help your audience in some way? Who is it for? Know who it is for. Just like any business, we say, who's your audience? Who's your market? Know who this is going to be. Then the fourth thing I would say is don't overthink it also, right? Don't look for perfection. Get started. Improve from one. You will improve, right? If you think of Deepika Padukone in her first movie versus Deepika Padukone now, you're going to see a huge, you know, experience does help you improve, do better and, you know, give you growth. Same thing. You know, you may not be your best on the first episode. Don't let that phase you. Keep going and keep improving. Listen to yourself, make notes, try to improve and uh, don't overthink it. Like me, I took two years to start a podcast thinking what, what equipment, which you know, microphone, which, you know, tool. Don't waste time thinking that. You can start today and go and improve once you get started. So I think those are my initial tips. And batch produce, which is something that I am aiming for even now. So continue to think about you also doing the same. Try and produce at least four episodes before you launch your podcast and then produce well in advance for the month. So a little planning, a little organizing, a little pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and you'll be on to something good that you should enjoy. Very unique thoughts and very unique advices. And this is how you define successful podcast. 
you may not have won the award that is totally fine i haven't even won it because then uh, the last time when this hub hopper podcast awards happened i was the finalist and i was competing with the spotify original and the exclusive show the other two for me a kind of a person who started his podcast the one man army thing and for them the, that being produced by the particular spotify thing having all the resources reaching to that particular point itself is a kind of a good sign so be into that particular journey it is not about winning that particular award or something like that but it is more about the impact you create and people be able to learn from your podcast that is something which i always feel that it has more value than chasing the kind of a vanity metrics or something like that i do have another share uh, if i may share there was a recent award ceremony right indian broadcasting uh, corporations award ceremony and the category that i had put in business category i was shortlisted so they said here are the shortlisted people one of them was ankur variko and one of them was me and you know i asked somebody took a video of that and they said you know you should share this so there is that doubt but that also can happen right so yeah so don't give up you never know where you're going to show up in which room you're going to show up exactly and that totally counts in like wherever you apply you will be able to find the kind of a medium or the kind of a stream that you are being able to network with the people so it is more about creating that particular influence through podcast savita you have seen that the trend of podcast has like has been rising into the indian podcasting culture so how do you see that particular podcast helping you and your business and again from the listener's point of view as like what are the benefits that you see how it has changed for you helping me i think besides what i've already shared in terms of network opportunities there's another area that i've not really spoken about that is also monetization right there is a monetization angle to it so as your podcast grows and as your listeners ship grows and as i improve my marketing for sure right there is an opportunity to monetize so that's one thing that i feel today i may not be making any money on the podcast but there is you know opportunity to get sponsorships brand partnerships collaborations all of that so i think that's going to continue and that's going to grow with the way the indian industry has grown right podcasting industry so that's an opportunity second you we only look at podcasting as okay i'm not making any money from the podcast i'm just doing this but there's all the surrounding secondary opportunities that come right from you could you could then write a book you could be offering free content it's a sales funnel for your for your customers you could sell it's it's a sales channel for you to sell whatever products you have you could get speaking opportunities because of having the podcast you like you workshops there's teaching opportunities people reach out to you and ask you to mentor so there's so much so many other benefits that come from just doing this and if you do it and you do it well and you grow and you improve yourself it really does have a ripple effect on other areas of your life and uh, you know as we are recording this my 100th episode is going to come out next week and one of the things that happened recently was i am part of a networking platform and interestingly that founder of that platform had also found me on social media and then she does listen to my podcast so when they were coming into bangalore and they were bringing in a big speaker nitin kamath of zeroda they asked me if i would like to you know uh, record with him uh, live so for the first time i've done a live with a live audience uh, i was on the panel and i could record an interview so those are things that can happen i mean who would have thought i if i had emailed nitin kamath a hundred times maybe maybe i wouldn't have got through maybe i would have got through i don't know but i have pitched so you know those are things that can happen and it builds your confidence for the listeners 
what happens is the more you're doing this and the more you enjoy doing this, you're going to think about how can I add more value, right? And therefore, you start to work hard to bring high quality content to your listeners, which brings them back. So they get this chance to learn. They get this chance to themselves apply things that they've learned and they then want to feel connected to you and they then end up learning lessons which helps them grow their business monetize their business so i feel like it's a win-win over a period of time you give back to the listeners and the listeners give back to you so i'm really sure that after listening to all of your thoughts no one will be having this question like why i should be starting podcast it is about like True. you should not <laughs> have the question to those who are listening do not have that question if you have a good idea Go ahead and do it. Exactly. And I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering for you for your 100th episode. It is going to be a big hit. And reaching that particular milestone always takes effort. Not many podcasters reach to that particular thing. And into the Indian context, like the kind of business we are into, the kind of uh, services you are providing, doing this, this on a consistent basis really takes a toll. And you have been a kind of a personal figure into that who has been doing it consistently. So I really applaud your efforts into that. Thank you, Rohit. But you know what? I have to tell you, and it's not been easy and I have not been my most consistent. I could do better. And there's always going to be that scope and space to do better. And, uh, you know, I really look forward for my next few months being about... Uh, the, the other funny thing is the first year is about, okay, I'm going to just do the podcast. And then the second year is, okay, somehow I'm managing to get these episodes out. This year, it's about, I need to do this well, really well, grow this, you know, like... Make this into something big. Make that time that I put into it pay off in a big way. Go big or go home. That's what I, uh, that's my thought. But yeah, I could do a lot of work. You've been very kind in saying that I'm doing well, but I, I assure you it's not been easy for sure. <laughs> it's been hard and challenging <laughs> and I wondered sometimes why am I doing it? It never yeah. gets easy, but that is the charm of this particular medium. You just get to enjoy the aura of this conversation and then you feel good about like talking to the people and then but does it happen with you like it has changed your relationship with your clients your peers or something like that through podcasting uh in a way yes because when you bring on some big guests right clients also feel like okay she uh, and also see the biggest thing about having a podcast especially in my space right business is you're establishing your expert area so people give you more credibility because they think, because you're putting yourself out there. Having a podcast for conversion is far better for your credibility than just asking people, hey, book a call with me. Because somebody wants to check something about you, they can go listen to that podcast and they'll know who you are, how you speak, what's your credibility, whether you're someone that they will trust, whether they think you know what, you have what it takes, whether you have the knowledge, right? So I think having a podcast is like the biggest sales call that you can have because that's where you end up converting. And, you know, people are listening to you not for one minute. They're listening to you for 30 minutes. So they decide whether this is a personality I like, I don't like. So I think from that perspective, it really helped, you know, build that credibility for me and that expertise for me. And therefore, people really do, when they come to me, they've listened to the podcast. They've listened to some of the guests that we brought on. What they think you're capable of, uh, even you may not think that, but it goes up. And therefore, the conversion is easier because they, they respect you a lot more. They value you a lot more. I love that idea of considering your podcast as a sales call. This is something which is very unique. Not many people would be able to do it in a very conversational format. But then it does uh, like have that kind of effect. So people should be noting this fact that 
if you aren't willing to sell directly then through podcast you always can do a sale but then in a very different format so that is something and you get to connect with the professionals even though they are not your clients or peers but again networking with the people having that conversation knowing about their industry that is totally possible through podcasting and i feel that more and more people can leverage this medium now coming on to the last part of this particular episode savita i would like to know one thing from your experience about the podcast the success with savita what has been the most rewarding aspect of your podcast and what has been the most challenging part because then if people again might be having second thoughts that will get vanished through your answer onto this i think i'll start with the challenging part first it's always if you have an interview format it's getting guess right you're going to send out 100 emails and a few people may respond so i think if you anyone has that format develop a thick skin know that people are not rejecting you it's just that their bandwidth is also choked so develop a thick skin don't take rejection to heart be okay be okay with rejection be there are going to be people who will just say no and you know we are reaching out to bigger guests as well because we think they can add value to our podcast they have something to share and uh, so that's number one that's the most challenging thing if you're in this format now the most rewarding thing is literally the same thing right sometimes the most unexpected people will turn around and say yes okay i've had some of the biggest names turn around and tell me hey you know what very politely reject and say can we talk in 6 months i've had some of the biggest names turn around and say you know the one thing that i used to not do earlier i would send one mail and be like okay they've not got back after a point i started to send a couple of more mails and one person you know is is a very senior leader and founder he replied back to me in fact a couple of people have done this say i'm sorry i've not got back to you on this my apologies for being tardy i'm usually very responsive thank you for following up and people have said thank you for following up right and so those are the moments that you feel like okay 10 people will say no but that one person and that one person will usually be the person who makes a big difference same thing when they say yes to an interview same thing is when you know the, at the end of the interview sometimes they say it was nice talking to you because you know you did a good job uh, i've had uh, the biggest interviewers right from shaili chopra to anupama chopra to um, uh, you know malini who are all interviewing who tell me at the end that you did a good job it, it was very easy to talk to you so those are the validations that you need sometimes to help you but having said that the rewarding things also going to be when you get new opportunities unexpected opportunities and doors opening interesting like this conversation has been so much kind of a wisdom for me as well because then the last time we spoke the last time we had recorded a kind of a podcast it was into a more of a sharing about the business how you do the business but then this kind of a conversation which tells you that the podcasting as a medium can help you to leverage your audience can make you business and it instills faith into all of the people so it is the kind of a medium that you have to acknowledge keep going into it adapt to the new challenges and the trends and then it gets easier so the whole intent is like to develop a kind of a community develop a kind of a culture which feels quite inclusive and that is what we all are striving to achieve and through this particular podcast series through this particular episodes i'm sure that the kind of community the kind of people that will be having onto this particular show will always help each other will always be a kind of a medium where people feel that no this is our platform it is not being labeled for someone else but then it is more about for the podcasters and by the podcasters so savita it was pleasure talking to you thank you for sharing all your insights and i'm sure that 
everyone listening to us will always have a kind of a key takeaways to take away and they will definitely start their own journey and feel comfortable with the kind of a podcast journey they have to start so thank you so much thank you for having me for hearing me out and for allowing me to share what has been my own podcasting experience to all the people who are listening all the best with your podcast don't give up just keep going and if you get stuck you reach out to us and uh, you know we are all here to help you support you and help you grow definitely we are easily reachable all the details will be in the episode description so you feel free to reach out to us and we should be helping you out into any kind of a situation so thank you again have a great time bye bye take care we hope you have liked the podcast episode we have had today on pod peeps by the way if you want to join podcasters community fill the form from link in the show notes and yes thank you so much for being here today do send us a dm on instagram at dfy podcast if you follow indian podcasting revolution and if you are yet to follow what are you waiting for follow it now and join us next week for yet another episode this is your host rohit signing off